Wen and I want to express our gratitude for every one of our listeners. Thank you for being a part of this podcast and sharing this space with us each week. We are now offering an opportunity to work with Wen or myself individually in a deeper look towards what's true about life and who you really are. If you'd like to know more, email me or Wen for more details. In a three-day dive under the noise, anything is possible. Let's find out. Now on to the podcast. Welcome. This podcast is an exploration into being human and what's possible when there's less attention on the noise in our heads. Warning. While listening to this broadcast, you may experience moments of deep peace, sighs of relief, personal insights, or long stretches of dead air. Do not be afraid. This is normal. Under the Noise with Wynne Morgan and Kate Roberts. Welcome to Under the Noise. I'm Kate Roberts, and I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Wynne Morgan. Hi, Wynne. Hello, Kate. Good to see you. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I wish everyone found me as funny as you do, because <laughs> if, if everyone laughed at everything I said, I'd be a comedian not doing this. It has very little to do with you, but we'll go with it. Let's go with it, Wynne. All right. It's so it's laughing at me, this one. Um. No, I do do that. Yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but something about getting started, I don't know. It feels so like, I don't know, awkward and staged. And I don't love that. So I just laugh. It makes me laugh. And I'm, remember, I do my little, I'm shy at the very beginning. I don't know. Oh. It's a thing. It's my noise win. Okay. Yeah. Good to know what your noise is. Oh, I have lots. Um, speaking of, it gets us to our topic for today. It was actually my topic. So, so recently I had to take uh, a few days off from doing yoga. Um, anybody who listens to the show obviously knows that I love hot yoga. So, but I had some things going on and I couldn't go. So last night. I ended up having to, t the only class I could fit in was something called yoga sculpt. I've never done it before. And it required some weights and a lot of core strength. I don't have, I don't have that. <laughs> I do not have that. So I basically got my ass handed to me in class. I could do maybe a quarter of what she was telling us to do. And at the end of class, when we were leaving, I, I was like, man, that was fun. And I, I really sucked at it. This is what I told her. I hear myself saying this to the teacher. I was like, I really sucked at it, but it was really fun. And I kind of liked sucking at it. And she's like, okay. <laughs> but that's very different for me. To hear myself enjoying sucking at something. Now, it lets me know that I don't have anything on it. I didn't need to show up as something or do anything right or look perfect or um, seem perfect. Or even halfway get through the class. Like, I had nothing on that. And... 
And it made me kind of wonder, and I, and I brought this topic up to you because where else can I really enjoy sucking at something? Like really kind of embrace the suck on something that I am not good at. Where else can I do that? And then you said, I have about 20 naughty things to say about what you just said. And I said, let's do it. Let's go ahead and hit record. Might as well go ahead with all your childish little comments about the word suck. Go ahead. It's fun. I'm giving you complete permission to be childish. No, nothing. You're just going to let him go. Well, I don't know. It's too easy. It's too, I set you up. It was too easy. Yeah. So ask the question again and not about what will I find funny about what you just said. I'm <laughs> okay. I realized that the only way I could say that and generally feel <laughs> if you're, if you're listening to this podcast, by the way, he can't stop laughing. All I can see is his bouncing forehead and he can't stop laughing. So I'm just going to keep going and, and maybe at some point he won't laugh at me anymore. Okay. I realized that the only way I could actually feel that way, and I'm not talking about like I was okay with it. It was fun to suck at that class. Was if I didn't have a story around it or I didn't have a bunch of thought on it. And lately you and I have been in this conversation as far as like the, the neon signs in our life give us direction and say, you have a bunch of thought on this, right? Yeah. And this is the exact opposite. This is like, I know I don't have anything on this because I really enjoy not being good at it. And if I'm being really honest, a complete failure. <laughs> at one point, I couldn't make my legs stand up any longer. That's how much I got my ass handed to me. So where else in my life can I enjoy being really bad at something? Yeah. Where does that look dangerous or unsafe or I don't want to do it or, you know, like, where am I not going because I don't want to feel that way? Now that's a question. Yeah. And the only thing that means is if I don't want to go there, I put something on it. I have a bunch of thinking on it. That's the only thing that means. It doesn't actually mean I won't get any better. And it doesn't mean that any of the thoughts showing up around it are true. So where am I not going? Because I don't want to suck. <laughs> Keep going. You can do it. But fine. That was so easy. <laughs> You're not going to go there. It's fine. I'm going to go back to the point of the question. <clears throat> okay. I think. Right, I think I don't know. You're going to hold back to. I told you you would. You wouldn't I get would. out it. All right. So I remember vividly 
I could even remember the month and the year, which, you know, the number of times I, you know, whimsically say that my memory sucks and it's because it's not as good as it used to be. But this one I remember, right? It was late March of 2018. And I was um, sitting in the office with my, uh, my dear friend and mentor. And he was talking to one of his other clients and got permission for me to listen in. And as I was listening, it struck me that this other person on the end of the line had an amazingly neutral view to his learning curve. So he was taking the feedback from from his mentor, my mentor, like just like, oh yeah, I could see that about me. And I'm going, every time I get that pointed out to me, mm -hmm. I get defensive. Yeah. And I hadn't noticed how good I was at being defensive when I wasn't good at something. And it was pointed out to me. Hated the idea of it. I had no idea as an adult that that had been so prevalent for me. And that was my insight from it, thinking, I've got a terrible relationship to my learning curve. I hate it. I hate sucking, is another way of saying it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Make of that what you will. <laughs> but it was the relationship with the learning curve was just such a blatant thing that I saw. And what is also really good to notice in the, what was it, five and a half years since, is that that's all I needed to see in order to be more okay with it. To be al allowing myself to suck. And not making such a big deal about not being perfect at something I'd never done before. Because, I mean, that's what it allows for, right? Because in my mind, I had to be great, perfect even, at something. Well, anything new, I had to start there, so I wouldn't start anything new. That stood up what I'd built up for myself without even realizing it. And what's noticeable since is how many new things I've been trying since, like writing class that I've mentioned, I think, a few times in certainly the first few years of our of our podcast and, and other things. I also remember there have been times when I've been learning a language. So one language I remember learning about, starting to learn about 20 years ago was Italian and being very okay with myself about making mistakes, even in Italy. But it felt, oh, that one was okay. I was allowed to make mistakes, maybe because it was, oh, it's a new language. Of course, I'm going to trip things up. I'm not going to know everything. I'm not going to understand everything they say to me here in Venice. But then there are other things which I just clearly do not allow myself to be on a learning. I didn't allow myself to be on a learning curve. With. And your question about where else am I not willing to suck for a while? That's a heck of a question. And I don't know the answer to that one yet, because when you said it in, that, in those words a few minutes ago, it went, well, that's a question. That's one for me to, to ponder without needing to analyze. I was having a conversation the other day with a couple of other coaches. And you and I have talked about this on, I think, our one of our previous podcasts. 
but it was this feeling of limitlessness that's such a an amazing orientation right now for me and i was talking about some things that i'd seen around that lately and i was like you know if that's really true and all of my limits that i've perceived as being real aren't real at all like what if the orientation for my life was that if anything felt that way like i wanted to go away from it and not be there or um i could tell i had something on it like basically like what i was just describing is like where do i not want to go because i don't want to feel that yeah right so what would it be like in my life if those were actually like along my path, if those were the lighthouses, like I'm like, Ooh, that feels like I don't want to go there. <laughs> that feels like it's a little out of my comfort zone to go here. Like, what if that was like, Oh, then that's where I need to go. Yeah. Cause that's where I've got more to see. Like, what would my life be like if those sticky points, like I could feel them, I can feel, I don't want to go there, but not in a warning sense, like my intuition saying, yeah, no, it's like, I don't want to go there because it's uncomfortable a little bit. Like, but what if those were the actual direction to lean into? Because I do have thinking on that because I, I, something is on that and a deeper part of me doesn't have anything on that. I do. So the part of me, that deeper part of me is completely in line with limitlessness and possibility. So if it looks like a limit, that means just I got something on it. And what if I knew to go there, that that's the direction I want to go in my life? Like, ooh, ah, scary. Mm. That looks like it might, I don't know, it might might hurt, might get me out of my comfort zone. Man, what if that was my orientation? My little, oh, I know to go in that direction. What would that be like? Yeah. That would be an interesting place, as you said, to lean into. I mean, what came to my mind is be attracted by what's been repelling me, what looks like it's been repelling me to be attracted into that. It's like turning the poles of a a magnet around where I'm often like doing this. But wait a minute. No, I want to go towards the thing that looks like it's pushing me away because I've got the feeling of being something on it. I'm not willing to suck at this for a while. Yeah. And it's a fascinating idea. Fascinating notion. I wonder what that would allow. I wonder how much expansion could be in a life in two years of that playing out. I'm up for it. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, it's 
I'm not willing to go there, if it remains that off limits place for me, that's okay. That's fine. Yeah. You could suck at that too. Oh, that's true. Good point. But if it remains that thing I'm unwilling to, to go into or to look at, then I won't ever know what's possible on the other side of that. And it will remain this, oh, I've got to veer around it constantly because somehow I think I'm at risk in some way. And I never am. Yes. And that truth isn't in that direction. It's not at the end of that. It's at the end of the path that tells me I'm going to suck at it. And somehow that's not okay. But I can't see through it if it remains this thing I'm not willing to walk into. I don't know if you know that. I don't know if you know that. What do you mean? You might be wrong. You might have already seen enough in this conversation in the last 20 minutes for you to, for your mind to come up, me too, right? With ideas and insights that demolish everything that you've thought until now. You mean I don't have to walk into it to know it, to know that? You don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't know. But and I really, I, I, I don't know. This is way beyond what I think I could possibly know. But it, something popped up into my mind just now when you said what you said, and it was just like, what's at risk? And to me, whatever's at risk there is my ego. <laughs> Not a real thing anyway. A very temporary bruised thing to something that doesn't exist. Right. That's what's at risk. That's fascinating to notice. Have you ever, like, heard in, in you know, how they have, I don't know, I've never read all the uh, the Harry Potters or anything like that, but I've seen enough, like, kind of things that have magic in them, right? That, that there are these buildings that they put spells around so that people don't see them and they stay away from them. Like, they avoid them. I don't even know what that's called, but but basically people get this sense to like move away from it. And so they don't look too closely at it. And that's what it feels like sometimes. Like don't look over here because there's something on it that somehow I'm at risk if I step in that direction. And I can feel it like, like you said, like your ego doesn't want you to look at it. Don't look over there. Don't look over there. And this is where, you know, to your point about watching that guy being coached is that your defensiveness when in, when you recognize your your defenses would rise up it's almost like your ego is like throwing out these really defensive things so you don't have to look over there and be insecure you yeah. feel insecure it's like your you know ego's camo oh no no and it's throwing out defensive thoughts right don't look there because my ego is unwilling to suck Right. Or feel insecure. Comes with it. Yeah. yeah. What were you going to say? I completely cut you off before. I remember. Mm. Probably wasn't as smart as what you just said. So let's yeah. face it, it was probably a good thing. Well, you know what you just said just cropped up something as well about 
when I noticed that I was defensive and had a, a bad relationship with my learning curve, I didn't have to do anything about that because I'd seen it. And I think that's what I was pointing out earlier on about it, it might already be on the cards without needing to do anything more about it for you and I, given what we've explored now. Yeah. I've seen that too many times for me to doubt the possibility of that. Something seen and then there's something behind the scenes of not my cognitive awareness. A deeper mind that is changed without my conscious mind knowing anything about it yet. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Because it comes back to the simplicity of it. Rather than making a strategy and stuff like that, right? Like a direction to look or an orientation rather than rather than a strategy. Yeah. Not a defined plan, right. but a direction, yeah. Because to some extent, I still think that what I see is on me. My mm. insights are somehow on me to, to facilitate, to help out, as if life needed my freaking help, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool, Wins. I think we should bookmark this um, this episode yeah. and come back in two years' time and see and review it in two years, given what I said about, well, I'm up for it and do that for two years. Let's see where, where it goes. Mm. I'm up for doing that. Come back and see if I was just a full of bravado or something really did shift. It would be an interesting experiment. We can title it All the Ways I Sucked in the last two years. Come <laughs> oh, on, nothing. <laughs> well, I mean, that's one way of saying it. I wanted to think of, oh, geez, I'm not going to go there, no. Um, oh, God. All the ways my life expanded mm. because I wasn't afraid to suck. Yeah. That's cool. I wanted to get the euphemism in there because I know you'd been disappointed if I hadn't. Man, that would be. Thanks, Wynn. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for embracing the suck with me. No? <laughs> I'm doing everything I can to not. <laughs> yeah. I can only do so much, Wynn. I you can, can only do so set much. you up so many times. <laughs> You're on your own now. I'm very grateful for it. Thanks very much. <laughs> well, I hope this episode didn't suck too much. And um, thank you for listening. If you have any comments or questions and want to play the game, whether it's for, you know, two weeks, two months, two years of where your life might expand if you're not afraid to suck. I love that. Let us know. <clears throat> I just about kept it together in saying that sentence out loud. But I think you know what I mean, dear listener. And um, we'd love to hear your thoughts, comments, and feedback. And if there's anything else that you'd like us to explore in future episodes, Kate and I are all ears. We could call it the suck challenge. 
we could really call it that the sex challenge <laughs> oh Gwen. It's, it's a bit more kind of uh concise than mine <laughs> <laughs> than my description who is up for the suck challenge exactly i like that so much better yeah just don't send photos and thanks very much for listening we look you can forward send to me the photos privately okay cool um <laughs> And Kate will definitely share them with me if there's anything that she thinks <laughs> I will enjoy. It's a wonderful week. And um, if you want to get in touch with us, our details are wherever you found the podcast today. And we'll speak to you again very soon. Goodbye. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review. If you have a topic or question that you'd like us to chat about, email Wynn or Kate at win at winning.co.uk and kate at katerobertscoaching.com. Until then, enjoy what's possible under the noise.